You know how many takes it did for me to get that fucking story right? Oh my gosh. I, I was late for work. Fuck, bro. You know, it's crazy because I had to stop recording because the guy was cutting grass. First of all, the one I sent you, the one I sent you was on the road. Then when I got to I work, know. I wasn't happy with it. And I was like, okay, I'm about to do some more. And my memory kept my memory's full. So I, I made a video and then the guy was cutting grass and he drove right past me. And I was like, this is Lou with the, you know, round one podcast, one after round one. I was, I was like, with a motherfucker not allowing me to be great. <laughs> should have kept that shit. <laughs> and then the second time, my boss pulled up. I was like, this is Lou. I was like, oh, shit, my boss is here. <laughs> and I'm sitting in a fucking car trying to make a video. Yo, I was 15 minutes late for work. with another exciting episode of the Round One Podcast. This is Joshua. This is Lou coming live from Midtown High. And here we are to give you our spoiler-free, free, free of spoilers, free review of Spider-Man Far, Far From Home. Yes. This is going to be a little bit more difficult than I uh, anticipated. I just want to just blurt out all this stuff. Just, just, you know. Okay, Lou, so what do you got for them today? Um, Man, Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, I was really, really excited about this movie. And um, luckily enough, it was freaking awesome. It was mother-freaking awesome. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, this is the second uh, Tom, what's your? What's, what's your uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Don't do that. Huh? Don't do that. Don't do that. What's your... Don't do that, Tom Holland. You you know he's your, he's don't your do animal that. spirit. Tom Holland is your animal spirit. We've we've already covered. I that. hope you have the smell of fart from an encapsulated bottle. It's <laughs> been on the ocean for six months. The second installment of Tom Holland, Joshua's animal spirit, Spider Man. Um, and man, you know what? The first one was the first one was pretty dope. It was an origin story. Um. It was uh, a little bit. It played a little bit more to the to the kid audience than I was anticipating, especially with the last Sony Spider-Man being the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, it was a little bit more adult. Um, so you know, it was you know, I, I was okay with it. You know, it, it it left me a little with a little lackluster vibe. But man, this one came out of the box hard. I love the opening scene. Not going to tell you what it is because it's a spoiler-free review. Even though I want to just blur it all out, but um. <laughs> Um, the, the opening scene came out hard. Um, the 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 intro. Uh, to the movie, that what? That opening scene was actually in the re-release of Endgame. That was a uh, part of the little teasers that they gave you at the end of the re-release of Endgame. Oh, okay, okay. So they did yeah. have somewhat of a purpose for making you go back to the movies and pay fourteen dollars a ticket to see a movie that you already seen. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the hell out of Endgame, but don't think it was enough of a purpose. I mean, to give me the opening scene of the I digress. 
No, no, no. Some movies. Uh, now, we're, now we're getting off topic, but let's get back. Some movies. Before we get back, some movies are worth going to see. Going to see twice. I I went to see Man of Steel twice. I went to see Black Panther twice. Um, Winter Soldier. No, no, but no, they're Civil they're worth War. going to see twice based upon the movie, right. not based upon oh we're re-releasing exactly. it. Exactly. You know, and Endgame had a very. It, it was a slow start. I would want. I would want to go back to see it twice. But it wasn't like like I'm I'm not gonna go sit through a whole three hour movie just to see the last forty five minutes, but um right. even though the last forty five minutes made up for everything and it was the culmination of a of a story coming to a close, but besides all of that, they did a darn good job with the opening of Phase Four, darn good job with the opening of Phase Four. Um, this movie was uh Spider Man's, this is his this was his coming to be story and it um it took me back a, a, a little bit because it came out the box so hard and we already seen spider-man in some major major events with other groups being civil war being infinity wars and um yeah infinity wars and endgame so we already seen spider-man have to deal with huge you know uh, uh level of you know enemies or huge level of a huge degree of difficulty, I'd rather say. You know what I mean? With certain things, um, life-altering, world-altering, universe-altering situations. So to scale him back down to its own, his own story and have to see him progress through or, and become who he's supposed to be, it did, it, it did take me back a touch. But they, they delivered. They delivered. And, um, you know... I can't, I can't, I can't really say, I can't really say too many bad things. I can nitpick, but I really can't say too many bad things. They, they definitely delivered on this one. So, me, I was, I was definitely excited going in. Um, I had did something that I don't normally do, which is, um, I did watch a few more trailers. I like to try and go in now with as little trailer information as possible. Yeah, they put them out. I watch. Um, Mine is main. My reason mainly comes from the first Deadpool movie because that entire the the trailer was almost the entire movie. It was all the best parts of the movie. Yeah. So that that ruined me. But I don't know. Something I was I was really interested. Maybe it's because the mis, um uh the the mystery of Phase Four right now. Uh, Marvel's being so right uh, locked jaw about yeah. it. Um. I, I just wanted to get any piece I could, and I really, I definitely couldn't wait for this movie to come out. I really, really wanted to go see it. And it's funny, not to cut you off, but it's funny because with Endgame, they were so tight-lipped about um, all the information that was going to be revealed in the movie, in the trailers. Mm -hmm. In Endgame, you had a lot of deceiving trailers, and mm -hmm. um, you really did, you really couldn't even piece together the timeline. Actually, the the sorry, the first trailer for Endgame was not of the movie. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Trailer. Um, no, no, um. Was it the Super Bowl trailer? Yeah, trailer I think it was the Super Bowl trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the show was Tony Stark and um, it, all the show was Tony Stark and Nebula on the, on the, uh, on the yeah, and uh, that was actually not going to be in the movie at all. Um, it wound up playing out differently in the movie, yeah, they but um, yeah, but that was not going to be in the movie at all. Oh, okay. uh, that was I thought that was interesting. They had shot the trailer just to be a trailer. They really didn't want to reveal anything. Well, I wish, and part of me wishes that they would have kept to that. Um, kept to that 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 motto because there is some things. I mean, they do they do hide some things. There is some things that that is in the movie mm -hmm. that's not from the trailer. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. some of the predominant storyline 
going through is basically in the trailer. You you kind of already know, and it's funny because even one, even talking about trailer, like the trailer four, when we first did the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer review, we only had, what, three trailers or four, you know, three or two trailers to go off of, two or three trailers to yeah. go off of. The last two yeah. trailers that they dropped really kind of showed a little bit too much, I think. Um, his relationship mm, with Mary glad Jane. Glad I didn't see those. Yeah, because they, mm. they, they put in there his relationship with Mary Jane. I'm not even going to... Look, it's a, it's a non-spoiler review, and I and I feel like I got to hold it back. I got to hold talking about a trailer back, not to spill it. But they, they show you the relationship with him and Mary Jane, where's it going, how he's trying to get her, and if he gets her or not. You basically get all that information in the trailer. So watching the story, watching the movie through, it's kind of like... But I think that's fine. I think that's fine for... Uh, you know, that trailer may have given away some of the drama, but it definitely didn't give away any of the action. No, it didn't give away any of the action, and I don't have a problem with it giving away any of the drama, as long as the drama is not the main driving force through the movie. That that storyline that they already spoiled the end of how it was going to end was the main was one of the main driving was one of the main catalysts through the movie. A lot of his decisions made was based off of. Him wanting, you know, him wanting to be with Mary Jane. And you kind of, if you watch the trailer, you kind of already know how that's going to work out for him. So that part was a little, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, don't, don't, you, I can't really get invested into it if I already know how is it going to end. And you already told me how it was going to end. So I thought that it was going to be cleared up earlier in the movie. But um, besides all that, it was dope as hell to get Nick Fury back on the big screen. Hold on. Huh? Bring me back. Bring bring me back. I didn't I didn't get to finish oh, my. Oh, brother. Yeah. So yeah. So my um my feelings of the the movie. I I like I said. I I absolutely uh, was excited to go see it. Um, in the theater, my in theater experience. Like I, I'm not planning to give this all the time, but um we kind of just went on a whim. We normally try to go to nice theaters, but um they were all sold out expectedly. Um we through the plan together to go see this uh kind of quickly so it wasn't like we were you know trying to you know pre-order our seats or anything and i'm not that serious about movies in general i love them but i'm not going to go in pre-order i do i do um for like big ones end game i pre-order mm, i, I don't like crowds i personally i do not like crowds yeah, and uh so that's a big reason why i won't pre-order um, but yeah, so going in like really excited. I I think I I think I said to you that um, when the when the Sony emblem came up or the Sony icon came up, I was like, man, I just wanna I just wanna stand up and clap now. <laughs> like <laughs> I was really really hyped. Um, this movie in no way shape or form let me down. Um, I will say that my own self let me down. Um, again, like I said, I normally don't pay attention to anything on the internet because uh, you don't know who's lying. Yeah. Um, and you don't know who has the real truth. Not necessarily that they're lying, but they may not have the it's real a lot truth. Of people speculating, right? Yeah, and their their speculation comes across as facts. And uh, that got me in this one. Um, it did not affect the movie itself. Um, it just affected something that I thought was coming from phase four. So, um, that, that hurt me. That will not hurt anyone's viewing experience. I can guarantee that like every bit of the, uh, the movie I was, I was sucked in. 
Yeah, and um, that's one of the main reasons why that when we do when we do our podcast for round one, we always kind of stick to the most reliable sources before we give out the information that we may have already. Give me the heard. facts, Jack. Exactly. Like give me the facts. For, we 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 want to hear from the mouth of Kevin Feige himself, or one of the directors, James Gunn, or something like that, um, or you know trailers. Besides that, then we might be giving you you know character information, but as far as plans and plots. We want we want the facts and we want to give out the facts and it was a lot it was definitely a lot of speculation about going on you know going on before this movie, and ninety um, percent of those guys were, yeah. were liars. <laughs> yeah. They were all wrong. They they did not have the right information. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, because I I would definitely give a shout out to the guys who who got it right, right. but coming out of it I just didn't have that. But anyway, um, I will say. Okay, if you if you watched Black Panther and enjoyed all the action that you got, um, and you were uh, a geek like uh, like me, and um, decided to go and want to watch how the movie was made, and you realize, holy crap! I don't know, maybe seventy percent of that movie was CGI. Like, there's a lot of times where you see Black Panther, but he's actually not really there. Right. Or uh, there was a time when when Black Panther comes up from the uh, from the smoke wreckage, uh, he his his helmet comes off. The helmet's real, but the body's fake, and like the way they meld it. So I, I give that example for those who haven't seen Spider Man yet and are interested, and that's why you're listening to this because take that level of CGI, and I would almost say increase it tenfold. Yeah, the, the 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 CGI in this was beautiful. I mean, if you're looking at, if, if you love visual effects, you know what I mean. If you love visual effects and just a great story, um, don't bog yourself down by watching any more trailers. Just go see this. This was yeah. this. If, if don't spoil the don't spoil the story for yourself. This movie didn't even need that many trailers. I mean, we're not going to spoil it for you. No, but honestly, they could have <laughs> just did. Honestly, they could have just did a Spider Man. Low, like a Spider-Man uh, uh, emblem, shown some of the same clips that they had with Mysterio and fighting some of the um and fighting some of the elementals, but they didn't need to do any more. I think they did a little bit of overkill with the uh, with the trailers, and that just took yeah. a little bit away from the story. But taking yeah. all that back, man, it was it was dope. Um, yeah, you get a chance to see him deal with some. You get the chance to see Peter Parker deal with some real life stuff. Um, after the wake, which was of which was. Always, sorry, which was always a Peter Parker thing. Yeah. Like when you in the in the comics, in uh, the cartoons, in his in the earlier renditions of the movies, he always dealt with real life. He was the superhero that really fifty percent of the fight was against a villain, and maybe the other fifty percent was against himself. He he always had conflict. Yeah. He always had an internal struggle that you know he had to overcome. And um, I think this movie, I think this movie did, a, in my opinion, it did a good job of uh, displaying that struggle. It did it in in some ways. It did it hiddenly. Like we talked about this movie right after in the car and was like, and and it it brought to my eyes like some of the hidden ways that they were trying to show conflict. There was um. When, when, if you guys listen to our Dark Phoenix review, uh, one of the issues that I had was uh, they were force feeding conflict down your throat. It was just, uh, she's having an internal struggle. She's having right, an internal right. struggle. This one, like, it did come on, it came on in a subtle way. 
Um, there were some times where it, it felt like they they kind of force fed you there, but a lot of the time, like uh, there's different layers of conflict that Peter is dealing with here, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, there's I enjoyed it also. Like once I said once once again, it was a little I was a little taken back by some of the conflict that he was dealing with, only because we already seen him step up in such a big way in Civil War. In Infinity War, in mm-hmm. Endgame, so I'm already looking. You know, when you when when you are on the battlefield with like 50 other superheroes fighting a galactic, you know, space uh, Hitler. Alien? You know what I mean? Oh, Hitler. Yeah, no, galactic space Hitler. <laughs> and 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 he's you know he's he's trying to you know he already you know dandruffed everybody, and now he's coming back again to take over the world. It's like all right, well you kind of realize what's at stake. You know what I mean? Like you know. That this ain't this ain't for play play, like you know this is this is this is real. Like niggas is out here dying, you know what I'm saying? Like multiple people died, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I kind of already like his the the some of the desire or some of the need for for the things that he was feeling. I was like, oh you, man, I'm already ready for you to be past this. I want you, you know, to you, be you know ah you just ready to you you ready for war like you're battle tested you 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 were you were you know I mean hardened. You were just like Nick Fury. Like, you were yeah, that yeah. bitch, you've been to space. Like, the freak is your problem. Exactly the way Nick Fury did in the movie. Yeah. Exactly the way Nick Fury did in the movie. But um, I'm, happy that, I'm happy that the most exciting thing about this movie, and it's like, get, like when, you, when you watch it, you'll understand. But when he finally does take that turn, you know what I mean? When, it's, when, when he finally does take that turn, it's worth it. You know what I'm saying, and that's yeah. that's like you gotta yeah. have, even if even there there it's not too many slow spots. Um, there's comedy in the slow spots. They did a great job yeah. with the casting. Oh, uh, so I am I am a huge and I and I almost wouldn't shut up about this, um, but I am a I'm a huge fan of um, uh, Mr. Harrington's character. Uh, um, his name is uh, Martin Starr. He was in Silicon Valley, but he just he. Appropriately provide him and JB Smooth's character, yeah, uh, Smooth, Mr. Dell. JB Smooth was was the man for me. JB Smooth. They was the did. Man for me. It was a, it was a good they, duo too. Yeah, they provided um, uh, appropriately timed comedy. It was uh, Marvel still has the the comedy timing on point. You know, uh, without revealing the spoilers, but in uh, the first act, there is um, some, some real slapstick comedy. And I didn't expect it, um, which it, 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 it happens twice, back to back. Um, didn't expect it and was just enjoyed it even more. Was really, really happy about it. I, oh man, I tell you, yeah, I just. Yeah, they, they did a great job. They did a great job bringing, bringing like, you know, levity even in the middle of like some dark situations. And not that the situations mm-hmm. got so dark, but just uh, the things that, like, like we was talking about the conflict, just some of the things that Peter Parker was dealing with. There was a lot of other uh, extenuating circumstances are going around, and the characters that they used around that was like it mm-hmm. made you laugh in the midst of his own personal struggle. So I thought they mm-hmm. did a great job with, you know, feeling his feelings and going through a little bit of depression in a sense, and then also mm-hmm. being brought back, you know, to to to, to light because you're still on he- a high school field trip. I thought they did a great job with the casting. Um, I thought they did a great he job. He definitely even had the explanation even in the beginning. You know, it's a it's a lot of questions going from Endgame to Spider-Man Far From Home. And I love how they cleared it up. 
you know. Oh yeah, yeah, with the with the. I'm not going to give it the. No, I mean it's, but it's not. It's everybody knows this. If you watched Endgame, then you know that there's a five year gap, and everybody's question coming into the movie is, well, how are they going to explain this five year gap? I will just say that. They do. At the very beginning, they address yeah, it. They do. They they perfectly explain it. Um, they explain it almost in a very in a very similar way. Um, not cinematically, just plot wise. Um, they explain it in a very similar way as uh, Homecoming, when you know he's doing a self documentary and he kind of explains everything from the events of Civil War till now. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, um, they kind of just come up front and it's like, okay, you know, you need to know this information. Right. Here it yeah, is, yeah. and we accepted it. it. Was like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah. all right, cool, that makes yeah, sense. It was, it was um, more than suffice for me because that was one of the questions that I had going in. Like, okay, five years from now everybody's still in high school or what's going on you know what i mean so i liked yeah i liked how they cleared it up um mm-hmm. so from a comedy aspect i give it I, I it was great i put it on the same lines comedy wise as guardians of galaxy and i know these aren't comedy movies the, the first one yeah the first one i know these aren't comedy movies but when you're going to the movie theater with kids and you do have a lot of plot and act you know you have a lot of plot building going on there needs to be a certain level of comedy in order to get the kid to keep the kids attention um, you know what I mean? And these jokes were jokes that the kids could get. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, and the my adults. son was with me. He was laughing the whole time. And so so there was a nice, it was yeah. a nice transition. It wasn't just down your throat, action, 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 which I don't have a problem with. I love those types of movies. But it wasn't that. But there was action. It was it was very, it was peaks and volleys. And they did a very good oh, yeah. job of just melding it all. Huge together. roller coaster. Yeah. They just melded it all together. And um, even action-wise, action-wise, um, Awesome, you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was great. Um, I'm not gonna say awesome, but it was it was definitely great. Not not a knock against it, but it was great. It, it left me wanting more, not in a bad way, mm. but in the sense that the Spider-Man three, I'm definitely going to see it because now I know oh, we're absolutely. already past. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like we now I I know what to expect from three, and 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 it just it really did build. It it really was one of those movies that left you waiting. Like I'm waiting for Spider-Man three. Can't can't wait for it to um. Can't wait for it to come out. They did a great job with so, it. Even the casting, not to cut you off, but the casting, mm-hmm. well, um, Z- Zendaya playing Mary Jane, she played her part very well. She, let, uh, let me talk oh, about her for a second. She, um, I've heard individuals um, within my own circle complain about her, um, just complain about how, like, and I, I, I think the complaint um, is just because they, they have uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man as their Mary Jane. Right. And I think this Mary Jane has so much, uh, to use Lewis's term, upside potential. Yeah. Uh, she's got longevity because in this, you kind of see it. If you didn't pay attention in Far From Home, uh, excuse me, not Far From Home, uh, Homecoming, uh, sorry, you should go back and watch that right. movie. But they kind of they finish it off. What happens in Homecoming where you can see her detectiveness, right. you can see her observing things and and working things out in her mind, even though like she'll have little quick uh, quips, she'll have, um, you know, or she'll talk with her eyes. Right. And she she really rounds that out in in this movie. And I that's why I like her casting, because I don't see another actress um 
doing it in the same exact way. No, no, she made it her own. And and one of the dopest things that about Homecoming, I'm glad that you brought that up, is that they don't even like the the fact that her name is Mary Jane was like a mm -mm. secret reveal that they left mm -hmm. at the very end of the movie because her character, mm -hmm. her and they didn't even say Mary Jane, no, right? They just said MJ or something like that. Mm -hmm. her, it just MJ. Yeah, but it was MJ. I think the whole movie, but at the very end of the movie, they did call her Mary Jane. Um, I think the uh, teacher called her that's name possible uh, too. And Mary Jane, and then was like, "Oh shoot," because they wasn't even mm -hmm. it was they they kept they kept it real secretive. Like you wasn't sure who she was, um, mm -hmm. but you knew she was gonna have a big role because it was Zendaya. Um, I thought I thought that the casting was great. She really did her thing, man. Props to Zendaya. She really did her thing in this. And you know what? The um, what I would my rebuttal against the people that would you know hold uh, the Tobey Maguire Mary Jane to you know to their standard of Mary Jane is she just she got in the way of well I think I think I think it was two different ones I mean, I'm just saying, and when I, you break I, it I down, made I Mary made this Jane no no that, that I'm with you just got like she literally she wasn't she wasn't like no, a no, no, writer no. she just was she got in the way well, hold on I think it, I agree she got in the way but I think it was two different Mary Janes in the sense the Mary Jane in uh the original trilogy played the damsel in, in, in distress Mary right. Jane. This is the Mary Jane that if you play the video games, she's the detective Mary Jane. She's the one that sometimes you do have to come save me, but I'm not a damsel. I'm like, come help me. Don't come save right. me. And like, you right. know what and I mean? Like if you remember me, it's because I'm also trying to help you and the help that she does is mm -hmm. will can actually be legitimate help. Like, you know, the, 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 the Mary Jane from the original three trilogies, one, he didn't know who she was for the longest time. Two, they didn't. I don't think they didn't get married to the third one, and then you had to deal with them breaking up and 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 her not liking them. And then I think he, she started mm -hmm. dating Harry. And oh my mm -hmm. God, it was it was just it was too much of days of our lives. I want to see Spider Man. Mm -hmm. I want to see a, a, an action movie. She got to be a writer, man. It needs Mary Jane. The role of Mary Jane needs to feel more like Bonnie and Clyde than it does like you know. The damsel in distress, and I feel like this got that Bonnie and Clyde feel like that. That's where it could go. It, it's not too much of that feel in this movie per se, but I feel like by the end of this movie, you'll kind of feel where I'm going. And if you played the games like and you they, said, Josh, then 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 you definitely yeah. This is definitely the Mary Jane from the video games. Um, and then I think also like they let that that ride or die feeling grow organically, so yeah. organically. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that this was rushed there or I'm not. And I'm also not saying that it, it took long getting there. It was just perfectly timed. Yeah, it it bloomed right when it needed to. They definitely they did a good job. It's crazy because even when saying all of that, this movie was absolutely amazing. Um, rating it. I gave it an A minus. Um, but even in saying all of that, your a uh, it, it, hold on to, to explain that your a plus is Winter Soldier? Yeah. Now I, I I rate solo movies separate from from Avenger uh, level movies. I won't even rate Civil War with a just a regular you know uh, solo movie because to me Civil War was basically like Avengers. Um, but yeah, an A plus in a solo superhero movie would be Winter Soldier and Superman, uh, Man of Steel. Um, those two movies would be like that's what an A plus movie is to me. Um, so this movie 
was it was it was it was a little I put it a little I, I, just a touch I mean an A minus a B plus I, I say A minus because you know I gave Dark Phoenix still a, a B+. material yeah, it's A material it's it just there was mm -hmm. parts in it that left me wanting more um and I think that's but I really think that's by design um I think and I definitely agree like I came out this movie like it's funny I came out this movie like I can't wait to see Spider-Man 3 right. and I think we talked about it later that night and it was like yeah we probably have two to three years before we see this movie yeah but the the, the, the upside is we might not have two to three years before we see him in another right in another movie now you know we have uh I don't know what what Disney is planning on doing with the American Falcon or Captain Falcon or Falcon America. Uh, he's going to be on the TV side. Okay, so if he's if he's only going to be on the TV side and they, I, I, man, that's that's just a little that's a little whack to me, man. Mm, that's a little whack. Depending on what the show does. Oh, as soon as this this brother get promoted, we going to demote him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I mean, but you get to see more of him, and maybe it's maybe it's to allow you to fall more in love with his character because you'll see him on a weekly basis versus one yeah. movie and then another movie. But it's also on Disney, so you might only get 10 weeks of him. Right. I mean, but even still, in 10 weeks, well, hopefully just because he's in the movie, in, in the TV show, that does not stop them from doing a movie. I don't believe... Because I think Winter Soldier has already signed up for like ten movies. The guy who they got to play Winter Soldier, I think he's already. Um, he was nine movies back in Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. So he's still so he's still on contract for more movies. So I don't see why they would be taking. Um, what's his name? Sam. Uh, Sam mm. Worthington. Good point. I don't I don't know his name actually. I Not the Winter Soldier guy. I'm talking about Falcon. Oh, that's Anthony. Oh, Mackie. Anthony Mackie. I'm calling him Sam. You know, I'm calling him Sam because that's that's the Winter Soldier. That's that's his Falcon name. Gosh darn. You yeah, know, it's, it's that bad is. When you start to blur reality with. With comics, <laughs> let me let me let me pull you back. Pull real me quick. back. Um, so I want to uh, I, I like do want to talk about I, I want to uh, talk about um, the camera angles. Now remember, uh, like I said, in this this is something that really uh, messes with my mind. Not in a good or bad way. In a very like I get really really um, intrigued by this when a movie is. Uh, CGI and they still have to shoot the camera like a camera you know it's not yeah. there's no real camera there but I have to create this world and make it look like it flows with a camera and it really really trips me out a lot so there are um, crazy um, innovative camera angles that I don't recall seeing before um, there's a, 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 a big swing sequence. Um, it's almost his web chase sequence. Um, and they pulled off three different distinct, uh, camera takes and I really, really enjoyed it. And in the sequence, they really, in a, in, you have to pay Like most people will see a chasing and their mind almost goes chasing right. like i'm just watching chasing instead of saying like um going back to the original uh going in 60 seconds is like chasing but hey this car never changed right. all that damage it's all the same same car whole chasing um that those are the things that i enjoy um and in this movie the way he did his web swinging the way he used yeah. his webs yeah. 
showed you a very strategic thinker. Like he's not at times it may look like he's reactive, um, but he's actually a, a, a proactive in a lot of senses. And then the other thing is his his knowledge of physics. Like because yeah. one thing I enjoyed was like they show there's there's a part of the movie where they really kind of get into his um his mind. his level of yeah his 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 mind but his level of intelligence. intelligence yeah that's what I meant by saying yeah. his mind and and this was and I and I and I appreciated that part because this was the first movie they did it a little bit in Far From Home but he's still so young and then yeah. once again they with, only did it with the I think they only had done it with his uh web this um you know, yeah. while he was creating he the, was creating, the web, exactly. uh, his web formula. Right. But then when you'd start to deal with all of these, you know, world breaking, um, you know, uh, things that are going on, you don't really get a chance to see like him. You know, you got you got Professor Hulk coming up with these plans. You got Tony Stark. You got all of these brilliant minds coming up with these plans. So you Spider-Man is just kind of like in the background, not even in the background because he's, you know, not even there. Um, and then in, in uh, Infinity Wars, the moment that you see him not too long ago, he's on the spaceship about to go to whatchamacallit. You do see him get to come in the, come up with a plan in Infinity Wars mm-hmm. when they're on the ship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but this one, you really get to see, oh, man, okay, he's a genius. I think it was subtle. Yeah, it was subtle. I think it was subtle, it too, was like, man. Because okay, like, there there's a moment yeah. there's a moment where you're like, Okay, what's he doing? Right, right, right. And then maybe five seconds later, you're like, "Oh snap!" Like right. that is. Oh. And they show it twice. They, you get you get a chance to see one thing, and and I I gotta watch myself. That's why I'm being so quiet because I gotta watch myself. I, that's fine. Too much. But one thing that you can guarantee to see in this movie is Spider Man's intelligence and Spider Man's strength. Um, and more of his unspoken powers. Yeah, definitely. Um, more, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, yeah, yeah. If if Aquaman talks to fish, then Spider Man does his thing too, and but not in the same. It's sense. not talking it's to not spiders talking though. To spiders. It's, it's not. It's not. not that's. It's not. Listen, I just wanted talking to talking to fish. Making just, that cool was yeah, a feat. Could you imagine trying to make talking to spiders cool? I mean, come on, man. I, I would have to jump off book. <laughs> I don't even like the way that sounds. I mean, Ant Man talks to ants, you know what I mean? But and he made it he, cool he too, did, though. How many times? Hence the name, I guess, Ant Man, Spider Man. But gosh darn, man, we can't have we can't have. An Thank Ant-Man God, Spider Man doesn't talk to spiders. No. Hell no. But um, battle us in the comments. Yeah, and it's funny because you know that power. They they did a great job. I'm not even gonna get into it. They they did a great job mm-hmm. with this movie. Um, and I, I think it's the way that it's supposed to uh to supposed to uh, progress. The last far from um, um, homecoming, I gave it a B. This one, I'm giving an A minus, um, and I, I I can say almost with certainty that the next one, I feel like it's going to be an A plus movie. I, as long as they, as long as they don't deviate from where they're leading me to, this is great. Uh, uh, Andrew Garfield's still my favorite Spider Man, but Tom Holland, man, you're doing your darn thing. You are coming up. You might win me over with the next one, man. You might win me over with the next one. And, um, yeah, I, I really I, – I, I can't say more about it. It was a great summer movie. Great summer movie. 
Um, I heard a lot of chatter out there, people talking about, oh, it's bigger than Endgame. Don't, don't, don't go into it with those, with those thoughts or, you know. No. Don't, don't put, don't put that. It don't put it above, don't put it yeah. below. Just go and watch yeah, just it. Just go and watch it. I mean, Endgame was a movie that culminated over 10 years. This is a movie mm-hmm. that is, this is basically, the last one was, you know, Spider-Man, the, the, um, the neighborhood spider. That was his origin. This one is Spider-Man, the future, whatever he could possibly become, his origin. You understand what I mean? The last one was a teenager Mm -hmm. that was just, you know, just coming into, you know, trying to be a superhero. That was the origin of Homecoming. This movie was the the, was the origin of a of a of a of a hero that one day will have to, you know, may have to save the world. Uh, I feel like it was still, it still felt, it still had origin vibes, even though it wasn't, it wasn't about him getting his powers, but it's still a coming of story. It, it, it was real good. It, it was, one of those, it was like, definitely. Yeah, it, it was like a coming, you know, it, it still it had one of those, like, had that boy meets world vibe to it. He's still growing, he's still aging. And, you know, it was one of those, it, it had, it, it was, it was, it was dope. They did a great job with it, man. It, it, it was a very good movie. Um, another great one for, for Marvel. And, um, Spider-Man Far From Home. I will definitely go see it again. Uh, yes. It was, it was, well, I will be. Yeah. I definitely yeah. will be. We went to go see this for work, and now we have to go see yeah, this I with just, fans. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting there taking notes while I'm watching it. Now I just want to just go back and, and enjoy it. And that that, that doesn't happen. Now, Sometimes you just watch now it I was, and it's like, ah, that's enough. All right. So if you guys heard this before you went to go watch um, uh, Far From Home, thank you. Uh, definitely means a lot to me, uh, but I have to give you two things. One, this movie is riddled with Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. um, if you're a Marvel fan and you heard this before going and watching it, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but pay attention. They give quick and fast Easter eggs. They do it both verbally and visually. Um, there were some things that we saw that I I think man I think we fist bumped like six seven times. Yeah. Uh, it was there was things we heard and things we saw. Second thing, if you call yourself a Marvel fan and your behind gets up before the uh, black and white right, credits right. roll, right. the freak is wrong with Hell, you man, definitely just sit your behind down man we've been doing this for 10 years if you don't know you don't know man come on man sit down they they, they drop gems they definitely drop gems um if the projector is running if the lights ain't your behind on. is in the seat right. that, that no excuses that straight up i can't couldn't say it matter of fact dude dude that was next to us with his son I appreciated yeah, him. Acts, yeah. He stayed for the first yeah. one because everybody know like, okay, okay there's yeah, an after right, credit right, scene, right. but that's just cinematic credits. That's, you know, it's flashy and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But there's always been a after the, go back to the first Iron Man. Okay. You don't believe me? Go back and start watching the cinematic universe all over again after every black and white. Yeah, I think I'm My man was like, wait, is there another one? Absolutely. Hell yeah. And, and the reason... The reason why I tell you to make sure you stay until after the black and white, mind blown. Definitely. It's funny because this, mind is, blown. By far, this is by far the hardest podcast that I've personally done. Um, 
Come check us out next week. Okay, we're going to give you guys a week of spoiler-free. We don't want to be the people that go out there and ruin it. We don't want you to accidentally just clip from one episode to the next for our faithful followers. Everybody dies. All right? No, I'm just messing with you guys. (laughs) Or is he? Or or am I? Did he wait until... Did he let you get this long? Take you on this journey and then just tell you the end? You remember that guy in um, Family Guy? He just told everybody the end? He's telling everybody the end of the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time they come in, as soon as they get their tickets, uh, everybody yeah. dies in this movie. Is that you? Is it? Is it me? Uh, another thing, uh, you know what? I feel comfortable in saying it. We've seen it in 2D. I would say, I, I suggest yeah. you go, go, see it in, go see it in 3D. Go see it in 3D. It was. It might be better. It, was, it, was, it might be better. It, it's, not, it's not mandatory. It was beautiful in 2D, mm-hmm. but it, when I go back to see it again, I will see it in 3D. Just because would, of the visual effects. I would love I would just some say, scenes, and I can't tell you what scenes, but there are some scenes mm-hmm. when things oh, are yeah. built, no, no, it's yeah. just like in my mind the whole time, I'm like, wow, I wish I would have got this in 3D just to see how I can give you crazy that. this is. And that's all I'm going to say. Also, I, also, though, I think that, um, and I've said this before when we watch movies, I feel like the when you put the 3D glasses on, sometimes it's just they're packing better visuals yeah. in the 3D. I mean, 3D glasses in a the movie theater is the equivalent It to doesn't 1080p. necessarily mean that it's no, coming out to you. it's not about you. coming out, but like I said, it's the equivalent to 1080p in a theater. I mean, yeah. you're just getting it ultra clear and they and they layer it. You know what I mean? Some things are if you, you can depth, yeah, you get more depth yeah. from 3D. If you um if you can find yourself, I don't know any other theaters equivalent to this. So forgive me. And I just learned about this before we went to go see Far From Home. Mm-hmm. But if you can find an AMC Dolby theater um, or a Dolby equivalent where they have, you know, it, it'll be their top-notch theater. Uh, it, excuse me. It'll be their uh, top-notch screen. Um, the reason why I say is because I know if I watched this movie on LED, I would have, you know, beyond enjoyed it because the visuals are that strong. Yeah. But, um, and, and I'm a huge visual, even if you uh, do it in visual IMAX, guy. Even if you do it in the But, IMAX. well, no, the reason why I say this is because IMAX and um, XD, they don't give you true black. This uh, Dolby one, there are scenes where you need that true yeah, yeah, black. Yeah. And the Dolby one, when it's coming on, like when they're, um, after they get through the uh, advertisements, also, um, sorry, uh, I'm not I'm not ranting or tan- tangenting, I don't think, um, but uh, we felt like we were in there forever with the ads, with the uh, trailers. I, but I, I love movie. that. That's why I re- I, that's the re- one of the reasons I, why I go to the movies early. I love that. I there love was sometimes, though, like, there was something there was a thought going on in the back of my mind that said they know how many people want to come see this movie just because now it's marvel just because now it's it's going into phase four and i felt like they put more trailers than they usually do you was just waiting i think you was just anticipating like you was just it was like the day before christmas and it felt like it was 48 hours long instead of 24 hours long i love the trailers and i don't think they was i don't think they did nothing extra but I feel like you don't care for my. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you was constantly looking at the clock, like you was ready to get off of work, and it was the slowest day. It was the slowest last hour of the day ever. But I feel like you didn't appreciate that at all. Okay, all right, note it. I'm gonna write that down. Mark it in the book. Um, but yeah, no. The other thing is the 
uh, the um, so if you can get yourself to a, a Adobe one and you can see that true black, I I think it's a treat. Um, I had a friend of mine who went and watched it in there. Definitely was a treat to them. I'm not a huge fan of the 3D just because um, you actually have to hold your head proper, proper, properly. Like I, you know, I kind of turn my head to the side every now and then, and it messes with the polarization oh, of the yeah, screen. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that crap. I like to relax, man. Yeah, I'd be relaxed. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm 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 big as hell. I'm six four, so sitting in them seats, I like going to the um, I like going to the uh, to the ones with the reclining or the IMAX. Yeah, we went to this theater that's, and I said, "Hey, man, we ain't been there since we was like in high school. Did they update this theater?" He's like, "Not at all. Yeah, not at all. It's the same exact. Not. I'm like, you know, they they got new seats, right? No. Nah, bro. Wait, days you can eat. A every, whole I haven't been in a theater in by theater. chance." I haven't been at a theater by things where they don't have the uh, automated reclining, you know, like, let me just push the button. and yeah, I haven't nah, been in that in a while. And uh, this was like back in high school, like, you know. Same thing. The rocking seats. Same thing. They barely even rock. The, the only upgrade they gave you is that. That's just because you're so damn tall. Okay. For us shorter people, it rocked like a month. I was hoping there wasn't nobody sitting underneath me so I could so I could drape my legs over the, um, over the, over the seat beneath but that was I'm a, pretty sure that Hispanic woman wasn't a mind. Just, yeah, just throw, just, just throw. Might have give you a foot massage. <laughs> That's a good show. <laughs> if I can go somewhere and pay to watch a movie and get my feet rubbed, oh man. Oof. Do they got? Do they got beer? Do they got beer too? It's a movie theater in Delaware that they give you beer. If I can get a she beer, done. a movie, and a foot rub, she, dude. That's called she birthday. Gave you, she gave you that. She gave you a beer. You'd have got to watch your movie. She'd have gave you a foot rub, and she'd have made you Peter Tingle. <laughs> got to make the Peter Tingle. That sounds so <laughs> inappropriate unless you go see this movie. Man, I hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed this. I hope this. I hope this. Uh, this. This. The spoiler-free review got all your Peters tingling. Um, you know when you put plurals on it, I think there's no other way to take it but dirty. But already came in my mouth. So Peters tingle on. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think that's it, buddy. Yeah, I, I got nothing else. Uh, check us out next week. Yeah, next for week we're going, our, yeah, we, 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 we're going hard, yeah, man. We're going to hit you with that uh, that full-on, spoiler-full, all the little nitty-gritties. And we will be very upfront. Some of our opinions on what we think uh, the Cinematic Universe holds. Uh, the last thing I will say um, before we let y'all go is you should absolutely watch this movie before June 18th. Yeah. Uh, if you watch this movie, if you don't watch this movie until after June 18th, July, I highly recommend, excuse me, good 18th, God. Yeah, then you're on the time zone, in the time capsule. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's sorry. Can you bring me out? we're here for. Yeah, now I'm going to bring you out of it, yeah. Last thing is, if you are not going to watch this movie before July 18th, um, stay off the internet after the 18th because that's San Diego Comic-Con. Marvel did announce that they will be there. Yeah, yeah. They were not there last year because Thanos snapped everybody away. Right. So what was the point? I'm most, confidently was, uh, I'm most confident in saying that everybody besides us are dicks and they're going to spoil it all. <laughs> they're going to spoil everything after June 18th. Is open oh, yeah, you. yeah, you're not going to, it's going to be, if you are, you don't have to be too in tuned. It, it, I, I mean, I see it come yeah, up on Wired yeah, now, yeah. like Wired tells me right. stuff. So, um, yeah, check that out, and uh, see you guys in a week. Yeah. Round one.